0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter.
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Friday edition of the show. We are going to finalize this mock draft that we've worked on over the last couple of days. We have picks 22 for thirty through 32 coming your way. And we also have an appearance on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast today, the Super Show. So after you get done listening to the rest of this mock draft, make sure you head over to Locked On NFL Draft and listen to a really fun podcast with myself, Kyle, Trevor, and John. Uh, We're also doing this thing live on Twitch, so uh, we look forward to a lot of great interaction from the comments. And if you're listening to this podcast uh, on Friday, make sure that you get a Twitch account so that you can watch and, and have fun with us on Twitch as well. Kyle's looking at me. I know I went way longer than 30 seconds though. Welcome to the show. He wasn't. No, it's it's fine. Good. It's
2: fine. Yeah. yeah, you just threw me right under the bus for those not here in the room, but that's fine. Um Joe, real quick, we are recording recording this, as you said, on uh twitch.tv slash the draft network. And we're recording before Thursday night football. Who wins Chargers Chiefs tonight? Chargers. I also think the Chargers win this football game. So we're both it's going to sound real dumb when people turn on the podcast <laughs> tomorrow and the yeah. Chiefs put 50 points on them. So we, we have that to look yep. forward to. Yep, we um, do. So without further ado, uh, we have a quick recap here. Uh, Joe, I will read 1 through 11. You want to read 12 through 22? Yep, Just to make quick. sure everybody's up to date with the, the draft order thus far. We have San Francisco 49ers took Nick Bosa, Arizona Cardinals at 2, Quinn and Williams, Oakland Raiders at 3, Byron Murphy, Atlanta Falcons at four, Ed Oliver, New York Jets at five, Brian Burns, uh, Buffalo Bills at six, DK Metcalf, Jacksonville Jaguars at seven, Justin Herbert, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jonah Williams at eight, Detroit Lions, Cleland Ferrell, as Joe oh says, Farrell at nine, New York Giants, Dwayne Haskins, and at 11, the Cincinnati Bengals selected Devin White to get us started on the Tuesday Twitch Wednesday show.
0: Yeah, uh, twelve Packers, Josh Allen. Thirteen Browns, Greedy Williams. Fourteen Redskins, and Keel Harry. Fifteen Panthers, Deontay Thompson. Sixteen Eagles, Mac Wilson. Seventeen Denver, Yadney Kajust. Eighteen Finns up, Jakai Polite. Indianapolis at nineteen, Calvin Harmon. Twenty, the Titans, Raquan Davis. Twenty-one Minnesota, Tyler Biatas. Twenty-two Baltimore, Hollywood Brown, and we get things started with the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight at twenty-three. And, uh, I believe you've slotted me, you sly mm-hmm. dog to do yep. the
2: odds. So I got to do, I got to start us off here with the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's see here. I need to do a quick assessment of my draft board before I make my decision. And that decision is a player that I've kind of tied with Pittsburgh for a while now, um, And I really like the fit as far as this player's strengths and weaknesses and and kind of his physical qualities in Pittsburgh. Because, you know, Pittsburgh's kind of got a type in the secondary, right? Artie Burns really didn't work out. So I got a replacement for Artie Burns. And I'm not going to take somebody's guessing DeAndre Baker. And we get another guess for Kendall Sheffield. It's in the Big Ten, but it ain't Kendall Sheffield. It's Amani or Iwarie. And I nailed that on the first try. Joe just bit his lip because he's – He's, he's disappointed that I didn't cr- uh, didn't crumble here. Amani Oyorie from Penn State. This is a six-foot-plus corner, uh, really, really good length. Love his natural athleticism. And uh, you consider how good he addresses the ball and how good his body control is at the catch point to be able to play around receivers. And uh, I think that's a really exciting future package if you can develop him and get him polished up Uh, obviously Pittsburgh being right there one of the closest teams to happy Valley they're going to be as familiar with him as anybody and I think that's a great great need pick but also pretty close value pick
0: here in the mid 20s for the Pittsburgh Steelers all right I'm up here with the Oakland Raiders I get to pick for them twice here uh, in the next four three selections Uh, and when you look at this Raiders team a lot of holes a lot of needs uh, but one thing they've really enjoyed is a great season from Jared Cook and he is a free agent, and he's over 30. And I'm not sure you want to commit big dollars to him, but I do think having a receiving tight end is really important for this Raiders offense. And there's this guy out of Tennessee. This might surprise some people, but Jason Witten. He's a prospect. A lot of people don't know him. He's uh, he's big. He's physical. He can block. He's a good receiver. Had a lot of good production. Uh, maybe not what you'd expect for a first round tight end, uh, but Jason Witten's an up and coming tight end prospect that I think will be a steal here at the back half. Of the first round for the Raiders. Was that bad? Now that was my Stephen A. Smith shot for the day, and I didn't get any reaction from that. All right, I'll move back. Oh, we're gonna go with no. I
2: bit my tongue.
0: You <laughs> bit your tongue. I was planning on that all day. At least one guy in the comments thought that was funny. All right, we'll move on oh, with geez. my life here. Pretend it didn't happen. I thought Kyle would think that was funny. It wasn't. All right, Ooh. Noah fan tight end, Iowa he's the receiving dynamic threat that they can get to uh, replace Jared Cook and have the Jared Cook uh, version that they had this year for a long time.
2: Well, you just keep swiping my picks right out from underneath my nose, don't you? Because I'm on the clock now for the Seattle Seahawks, and Noah Fent would have been a player that I would have loved to gobble up for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, But with him off the board, I could consider additional tight ends, I am going to consult my draft board. This is where it gets a little more tedious, Joe, because we do have to make sure we're not missing anybody. I don't want anybody to fall through the cracks here. You know. <laughs> um, you didn't think I was going fan there. You're a little. Uh, you're no, a little I, I didn't. I was up here. You were going a different direction. Um, I'll tell you what. I get a good, good little value here. Uh, I am going to, Joe. If there is one team that you know is going to take badass dudes up front and play along the line of scrimmage. It's the Seattle Seahawks, right? Maybe not on the offensive mm-hmm. line, because they like their athletes that they, like to, to, they have traditionally liked to work with. That offensive line is actually pretty good this year, though. Uh, Rashawn Gary for the Seattle Seahawks, I think is a really likable fit as far as they play pretty diverse along the defensive front. And in Rashawn Gary, you've got a diverse player and a player that can play inside, can play outside, Uh, where he ultimately projects best. That's going to be up for debate. And uh, we've had some nice showcases on Rashawn at the Draft Network talking about some of his limitations. Joey's six-pack Thursday yesterday, you talked about Rashawn Gary. Yes. And some of the restrictions that he may present as far as being a pure edge player or a pure inside player. Well, let's put him on Seattle. You know, they, they invested a, a pick in Malik McDowell not too long ago as a guy who was a little bit more of a pure uh, interior defensive lineman but had some of that kind of freakish size, explosiveness ability, and he's flamed out. So Seattle gets a, a chance to do a mulligan with that with the pick of Rashawn Gary.
0: All right. That was a, a pick that I was targeting for the Raiders. So you – Oh, uh, uh, no
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, but we have a good fallback option because I was prepared for this possibility with the 26th pick, the Raiders' third first-round pick. Now, keep in mind, they had Byron Murphy, what? You took them, I think it was third or fourth overall, Byron Murphy, third. Uh, Then they just took Noah Fant, And so we're going to continue to add talent here to this roster. I'm going Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle from Mississippi State. I think he's a guy that gives them a lot of upside as a penetrating three technique, has some good pass rush ability, guy that's pretty stout against the run. He knows how to play through contact and get off blocks and make plays behind the line of scrimmage. And I think he's got a good athletic profile. So um, I I would love to give them an edge, um, but the value at edge is just not there. I don't know that another edge is going to go the rest of this first round for either one of us. Uh, And so when Kyle made the pick for Byron Murphy, that kind of put them on the back burner for the edge discussion, I think, in my opinion. So we're going with defensive tackle, Jeffrey Simmons, and we're going to solidify that interior of the defensive line. And hopefully they can find some options in the uh, middle rounds here in this scenario. Well, I
2: just, for one, am glad that I pulled the rug out from underneath one of your picks.
0: With I'll, never, Gary. I'll
2: never. I'll never admit it again. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Don't don't give me that satisfaction. A uh, couple questions uh, here in the comments. Uh, we we'll take a quick break. We've got Houston Chargers, Patriots as the next three coming up. We got six picks left to make today. Um, Stalharuni. Wants to know if Michael Jordan is highly regarded, was a beast at guard, uh, but the center switch didn't pan out the way it did for Billy Price and Pat Offline. Michael Jordan, not the basketball player, Joe. Relax. I know he's there in your hometown in Charlotte. We're talking the Ohio State Interior Offensive Lineman. Not for me. I think he's a little messy. I think he technically he's uh, he's got some things that he needs to iron out. And I wasn't impressed with his feet. And anytime that you've got an offensive lineman who's bad at his foundation, that's a really scary proposition. So Michael Jordan, the interior offensive lineman, is not a player uh, that I've really perked up on as far as the times that I've had the chance to watch Ohio State this year. And J.R. Gaming would like to know, just like Charles Harris, all that matters is Joe tries hard when telling jokes.
1: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers He's yep, got I'm no retired comment.
0: from jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> it's it, it's I, thought, I thought you would laugh a little. It's okay. The you dad did. brand. And it was bad because I saw you, you know, if I just pulled that off on a normal night when we're not twitching this thing, we're not live. We could have moved on. Maybe even edited that out. Okay. But no, it lives. It lives. And I saw your reaction and I'm embarrassed.
2: The Houston Texans are on the clock with the yeah. 27th pick in the current draft order. And uh, the Houston Texans are going to be selecting an offensive tackle because their offensive tackles (laughs) suck. The Houston Texans are going to be selecting David Edwards, right tackle from Wisconsin. Uh, This guy used to be a high school quarterback, came into Wisconsin as a tight end and then bulked himself up to play right tackle. And he's somewhere around 330 pounds right now. And he's a monster dude. He is big. He's athletic. He's a mauler in the run game. And that athleticism shows up in his past sets as well. So there's some really likable qualities with David Edwards. He and Tyler Beaudis actually just had their name submitted to the NFL draft advisory yesterday. So they're both legitimately thinking about it, which has me pumped because these two guys will be a great addition to the offensive line class. Uh, the Houston Texans plug them in. David Edwards
0: right tackle Wisconsin. Good pick Kyle. Good pick. All right, I've got the Los Angeles Chargers who are going to win tonight against the Chiefs at 28. Uh, we got some needs here at corner, interior defensive line, interior offensive line. Um, I was targeting Jeffrey Simmons for this pick, but that's not going to work out. Um, I'm going to go with Christian Wilkins' defensive tackle from Clemson here, and maybe that's a little bit of a surprise. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know they liked Taven Bryan a ton last year. They just never thought Derwin James was going to be there. That was their target in the first round. And um, they still haven't improved that interior defensive line. Uh, Corey legit injuries declining. Brandon McBain's contract is up and he's a replacement level player. And I think they've got these really great edge players in in, uh, Ingram and Bosa. Uh, and then inside of that, they really don't have much. And so I think Christian Wilkins is one of those pillar-type pieces. I think he's good athlete. I mean, you you see that. He's a guy that can get into the backfield. Maybe he doesn't quite have the hype that maybe he was billed going into last season and even this season. But I think he's just an, an insanely good, high-football uh, character guy that I think could be a really nice foundational piece for your defense and give them something on the interior to go along with you know their really dynamic edge rushers.
2: It's a nice pick, Joe. I think Wilkins kind of gets a bum rap because he's been considered really good for a long time. And then we tend to overthink these players Remember around this time last year, like Mike McGlinchey was like super overrated for folks after like spending all spring and summer as the top offensive tackle. And then he gives up a a sack under adverse conditions against Georgia. And suddenly he's, uh, he's bad and people think Mike McGlinchey's not good. And then lo and behold, Mike McGlinchey gets drafted in the top 10 and it's been one of the best Rookie offensive lineman in the NFL this year.
0: Derwin James also had some haters last year. during yes. season. Yeah, that's a I, great call. I, rest in peace, NDT scouting. But I remember writing about that. I said, there's two players that I don't understand why we are having so much negativity. And they were Mike McGlinchey, who you just said. And the other was Derwin James because he missed the friggin' tackle against NC, tackle State. At NC State. One NC State in the open and field. Him and yep. couldn't get past it. Couldn't get past it. Well, lo and behold, he's a D-Roy, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. All right, New England Patriots on the clock. And, uh, Joe, please update the docket for me. Uh,
0: you know, I've been doing so good with
2: that. I know. You're, you're throwing me off, throwing my groove off a little bit. Um, New England Patriots, number 29 pick as things currently stand. And I'm going to go with a tight end. Uh, I considered the edge class, but as Joe said, the edge class has kind of been tapped out here in the first round. So you can sign me up for T.J. Hawkinson, the other Iowa tight end. So I was potentially has two first-round tight end prospects this year, and I would love to fit with New England because mm-hmm. New England, obviously they have made as much of a killing with two tight end sets as anybody, and it needs to be considered that Rob Gronkowski was using the word retirement in the offseason. You know, he was <laughs> using it as leverage as a threat for don't trade me to Detroit. But Rob Gronkowski has also had – an extensive list of injuries during his time in the NFL. And if the new England Patriots can get another high quality tight end weapon and then have that two tight end block at their disposal that they can use. And then if Rob Gronkowski experiences injury, you can revert back to to one tight end sets and not, not feel like you have to totally change your offense because Dwayne Allen, who's currently the backup is nowhere near as dynamic as Gronk is. Uh, So you can sign me up for TJ Hawkinson, a guy that can play in line He's not a burner the way Noah Fant is, but he's a monster at the point of attack. He's a monster at the catch point, and he gets vertical. He understands how to get beyond linebackers and and get in between those second and third levels uh, of the defense. And I think from a schematic standpoint, the way New England has played football historically in the past, it would be a great fit.
0: All right. I'm up here with the Green Bay Packers at number 30. They took Josh Allen, the edged rusher from Kentucky, Uh, with their first pick in this draft and so uh, we have another pick here thanks to the Marcus Davenport trade Um, and man I can go a couple of I can go three different ways here there's a safety I like there's a linebacker that I like and there's an interior offensive lineman that I like but for me I want to get this offensive line fortified the interior I'm going to go with Chris Lindstrom uh, guard from Boston College four-year starter from them Uh, he's been outstanding he's play some tackle, play some guard. He's a guy that holes in the run game. He's the, the same traits that made him a right tackle and, and, a, and a fairly successful one. in The ACC show up when you slide him over to guard. I think he can pass protect very well. He wins in space. And, you know, they've got Justin McCray uh, slated at this right guard spot. And I think that's an upgradable spot. And I think I, if I'm not mistaken, maybe his contracts up. And so uh, I, I feel like the Packers have been through a lot with with their offensive line with injuries and not really you know really stressing the depth of that unit and i think you know for for aaron Rodgers, for him to be all that he's going to be in this you know the back nine of his career maybe the back seven or six of his career whatever he's on uh making sure he's protected is going to be key to his success so chris lindstrom guard boston college here to the packers at 30. can we go ahead and pour one out for
2: jason spriggs
0: this is nfl under review local experts on the biggest nfl stories
2: poor guy made me look like a real big jackass because i really like jason spriggs uh coming out of indiana in 2016 and it's been not good so poor one out for my brand poor one out for jason spriggs Uh, i like the pick though i think that's one of those plug and play type players you know you it's it's kind of lame to throw that phrase around so much but he feels pro ready you know yeah for sure So, uh, banana bucket would like us to know you should never trust an IU player. So that's fool me once shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. We'll never let it happen again. Kansas city chiefs on the clock. Number 31. And you know what the chiefs don't have a lot of Joe. Anything
0: on defense defense. They don't have a lot of
2: defense. (laughs) They let Marcus Peters go. And, um, you no, that just seemed like they were lacking some chemistry there amongst the, the locker room and the coaching staff and Marcus Peters, despite his high ball production. So figure it's time we address the corner position here and potentially find a replacement. And I got my eyes on DeAndre Baker from the University of Georgia. This guy's had two really strong seasons back-to-back. And uh, he might not be the quickest turn-and-run guy. He might not have the best... 40-yard time or 10-yard or split or three-cone time. But from an instinctual perspective and a physicality perspective, I love what DeAndre break, Baker can bring for the table for an NFL defense. And the Chiefs are not in a position where they should be getting picky about certain qualities. Get good football players on the defensive side of the football. And I think DeAndre Baker accomplishes that and can potentially step into a starting role sooner rather than later for the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: All right, time to close out this mock draft. I'm up here with the 32nd pick, L.A. Rams, and uh, they've got a little cornerback situation of their own. First of all, Marcus Peters has sucked this year, uh, and uh, his contract's up after next season, and so is Aqib Talib, who is aging. And so the future of this cornerback situation in Los Angeles is very much in doubt, and it's time to get some pieces in place uh, for the future. And I am going to target... Bryce Hall, Virginia. Oh, bless him. Back. Yeah, this I like was it. a – I was uh, – when you started talking corner there for the Chiefs, I'm like, damn you, Kyle, you're going to oh, take them. I blew it. I blew it. You did, but I had DeAndre Baker as my backup. So I was good here either way. I was going to get one of these two, but I think I get – A really exciting player. I've talked about Bryce Hall like crazy and written about him like crazy and tweeted about him like crazy. You know what I think about this guy? He's over six foot. He's over 200. He's long. He's physical. He's aggressive. He's athletic. He's a converted wide receiver. Uh, Just started playing the position at the start of the 2016 season, and you see very advanced technique for a a player that's relatively new to it. He's got great ball skills, 20 pass breakups, two interceptions this year, and uh, those same ball skills that you'd expect from a converted wide receiver. You get those at corner and just an ultra competitive guy. I think he's got a really high ceiling. You know, I mean, you worry about just his acclimation cause he's still relatively new to the position, but I think his physical traits are really exciting. I think he has the upside of a number one corner in the NFL. So at 32 for the, for the Rams to get him here, I think that's a no brainer mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's like the Justin Bieber song. No brainer. Never heard it. Ne- yes, you have
2: DJ Collins in it. Chance the Rapper? No. You guys see what I got to deal with on a daily basis here? This is, this is it. This is Joe's pop culture experience. I think
0: I know. Is Justin Bieber that song, um, You're the One? You're the one? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, also DJ Khaled. Okay, I know that song. That's the, that's the one. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: oh, 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 I see what you <laughs> did there. We have to sign off on that. There's no other way. There's no other option. We have to just say I just thank just you.
0: I myself. You think did. I just redeemed
2: it. Very All clever. Right. Very clever, man. Uh, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in over the course of the last three days on twitch.tv slash the Draft Network. Or if you've been listening on the podcast, we still love you. Uh, Joe, I would like to point out uh, the Wednesday and Thursday episodes of Draft Dudes are the two most listened to episodes of Draft Dudes in the history of Draft Dudes. So
0: Thank you, everybody. Tip you the cap
2: much. to everybody who's been listening into us. Uh, Before we sign off, we do have one more request to read down the full draft order. So I am going to oblige 1 through 16. Joe, I just signed you up. You're obliging 17 through
0: 32. Mm Hmm.
2: Okay. Just nod your head. Yeah. San Francisco, Nick Bosa, Arizona, Quinn and Williams, Oakland, Byron Murphy, Atlanta, Ed Oliver, New York Jets, Brian Burns, Buffalo, DK Metcalf, Jacksonville, Justin Herbert, Tampa Bay, Jonah Williams, Detroit, Cleveland, Farrell, New York Giants, Dwayne Haskins, Cincinnati, Devin White, Green Bay Packers, Josh Allen, Cleveland Browns, Greedy Williams, Washington Redskins, Nikhil Harry, Carolina Panthers, Deontay Thompson, Philadelphia Eagles, Mack Wilson. Keep going. Denver Broncos, Yanni Kajust. Miami Dolphins, Jakai Polite. Indianapolis Colts, Calvin Harmon. Tennessee Titans, Raquan Davis. Minnesota Vikings, Tyler Beatis. Baltimore Ravens, Hollywood Brown. Pittsburgh Steelers, Amanio Uarie. Uh, Oakland Raiders, via Dallas Cowboys, Noah offense, Seattle Seahawks, Rashawn Gary. Oakland Raiders, via Chicago Bears, Jeffrey Simmons. Houston Texans, David Edwards. LA Chargers, Christian Wilkins. New England Patriots, T.J. Hawkinson, Green Bay Packers, New Orleans Saints, Chris Lindstrom, Kansas City, DeAndre Baker, L.A. Rams, Bryce Hall. Thanks for filling in your last two picks at the last second that, there. That's
0: Joe. why I needed you Isle to continue. Kyle Krabs
2: at Grinding the Tape, Joe Marino at the Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, checking out the Draft Dudes podcast. We'll be back again next week. Hope you guys enjoy Thursday night football. Make sure you swing it to Locked on NFL Draft. Check out the Super Show this week.